she decided to move to the next seat over to have a chair between them. She just couldn't stand it. Couldn't get away from his mouth. So annoying, the mouth. Why couldn't he just concentrate on what was at hand? They were there in the waiting room, the psych facility. They were waiting to have their son evaluated. Their child that was now 15, unruly, had to be tackled by him. This man who had no idea how unusual it was that he was so unusual. All she could think about was, why isn't he in there getting evaluated? Why would he utter such words to her while sitting next to her in the waiting room? All she could think about were racing thoughts. What was her son going to do? What was going to happen to him? How could she help? What could she possibly do? Instead, all she can do is protect herself and move away from her child's father. She cringes when she says that. I just know it. Now that she was away from his hot breath as he would whisper those awful things in her ear about AKA shotguns and how he had a scope that could go many miles and peg off the targets. What was he thinking? Why would he talk like this? Yes, it's nervous. Yes, we're anxious. Yes, we're scared of this diagnosis that the child that the two of them had conceived perhaps has a mental health issue. To her, it was obvious. To him, he had zero conscience about what he was saying. Or maybe he did. That's all. It was just too much. Too much altogether. This, in her mind, was the beginning. The beginning to discover what would be helpful to their son that was so unruly, so out of his mind. It was suggested he goes to a in-house treatment center. There was a referral by a famous TV personality. The Discovery Center located in Long Beach. They grabbed at it. Immediately he was admitted. Their son. Somehow, some way, it unified the family. In such high pressure and stress moments trying to find grab at straws trying to find anything that would help their child 
find his way out of this crazed state that he was in. He was admitted for a 30-day stay. That's what the insurance said they would pay. She was relieved. Nothing but sighs on that long drive home, just knowing that her son was safe for 30 days. The phone rang one weekend. It was a discovery center saying that your son had escaped. She was shocked. What does this mean, escaped? He left in the night. It was the Valentine night, night of Valentine's, and left with a young girl. They escaped. They escaped. Only one week in to the recovery, and they're gone. All she could think about was that safety net of 30 days pulled out. Where could her son be? And why would the... Oh my goodness, this was just shocking. She hung up the phone. Sat. Debilitated. Unable to move. Although feeling as if her feet were being stepped on because she knew she had to make many moves at this point to try and find where her son was. It took a full day until he finally called her. Her son called her. He sounded very high and sick. He wanted so badly to be rescued, said it was a terrible place to be, the Discovery Center, said he wasn't getting help at all, just wanted to be out and free. She processed it, picked him up at a strip center an Italian restaurant, fast food. There he was, high as a kite. I guess he had taken some pills that day with the girl. There was no girl, just him, sick as ever. She was on automatic pilot at this point, destined to do the right thing for him and for her. She was so worried about him, worried sick. Already had made plans with the Discovery Center once he did make the call. Put it in place that he would definitely be driven back immediately once found. She had a conversation with her son. It didn't go well. It was very sad. She drove him straight back to the center 
admitted him once again. He knew it was right. He went straight to bed. They had a place, a room, where he can go and rest. She would visit throughout the 30 days. There were only 21 left. She knew her time was almost over. There was individual visiting hours. It was great. She happened to recognize an old friend. His daughter was also there. It was so nice to see that she wasn't alone. So sad, though. So hard. She even visited the local AA meeting in Seal Beach, where they all would go. It was a musical AA. She had never been to an AA meeting. It was quite unique. The folks would share through musical talents, perhaps a poem or a little ditty. Some people played on the piano and sang out their hearts. Although I know it was quite a eye-opening experience for her as she sat there and was supported, support of her son being the drug addict. It was part of the program, the 12 step. AA meeting was something that they would van all of the patients and they would go there once a week only to find out he would make drug deals there. Here she is thinking that it's absolutely innocent and great and part of the recovery when he excused himself to go outside for a moment, he was making drug deals. Wow. All co- so much. So much recollection. Flash forward. 30 days wasn't enough. It was important he did a long-term care. His father found a place along with his wife in Utah. It was well-known, great place, actually secure where he could not run away from. It was scary because he didn't know he was going to be going to a long-term care facility, her son, and trying to navigate that the only way she could do it was to muster up enough strength and to bring her older son, who was ill himself, addicted to a terrible drug, although absolutely caring and loving. He wanted so badly for his brother to be better, better than he was. He agreed to help her. He agreed to take his brother 
and help get him to the next place of recovery.